When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome back to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today I'm so excited. We have Jessica Mulrooney joining us. Oh my God, girl, what a get during the sport. Hello, so fun. I'm so excited to chat with you about all things weddings. I know, and you are the wedding guru. We were actually just quickly talking for this podcast about like your involvement in the wedding industry. And I like, I know a lot about it, but as you, as you were going through it, I was like, Oh my God, you're like, you are like the queen of weddings. Holy shit. Oh my you gosh. Every facet of the industry. So right, for those you, of our if, listeners, if you had yeah. told me that 10 years ago, I would have laughed. I would have said, absolutely. That would never have happened. But yeah, I, I do a lot within the wedding industry. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, you style brides, you, I mean, you have your own bridal store. You yeah. also, I mean, what else did you say? You uh, we have a bridal magazine, a wedding bridal magazine. magazine. Yeah. So that's specifically, uh, yeah. Wedding vacations that's focuses on, um, destination weddings. There's the new show I do redo, which I'm doing, which has been really fun. Um, yeah, lots of work with brides. <laughs> so how did you even get into the wedding industry in the first place? It's actually such a weird story. I was I was the opposite of like a bridezilla. I just, I had no, I wanted no involvement in my own wedding, which was about 11 years ago. I, I, I like really, I said, just, I told my mom and my mother-in-law to just take it over. I didn't care. I wanted to buy a dress off the rack. I didn't want any of the bridal experience. I would have gotten... You know, I would have I would have eloped in Las Vegas if I could have. Like that's how little I cared about it. Um, but randomly, I think about like seven years ago, I had the opportunity uh, with a company called Hudson's Bay to license a brand called uh, Kleinfeld, which is a very famous store in New York where yeah. they do say yes to the dress and yep. bring like Canada's first bridal department um, to Hudson's Bay. So I kind of got immersed into the industry, and it was such a fun project. Um, uh, but we were such a small team, so I had to do like all the buying and the PR and the marketing and like all of the back end stuff. And I learned so much about the industry, kind of fell in love with it, um, but mostly fell in love with working with brides. You know, even though I didn't want to be a bride, <laughs> um, I love working with brides. I think it's like a very gratifying experience. You get to really, um, 
you know, you, you kind of see a part of their lives that's so special to them. And you, you really, you know, you get to be friends really quickly and you learn so many stories and you're like, you become very emotionally involved. Um, and, you know, I got the opportunity to do a lot of travel with it and to do a lot of really fun weddings and also to give back and give away a lot of weddings to brides that, you know, ne couldn't necessarily afford it. Um, and that was probably, that's probably my, the, the work I love the most um, within the industry. So yeah, that's, that's a little synopsis of how I got into it. And so let's talk about actually this I Do Redo. So it actually came out on CTV, which is in Canada. Yeah. Um, and it came out March 22nd, 2020. I mean, the irony is not lost on me because it's called I Do Redo. So basically it's about brides. And I have yet to see it because, you know, it's coming out on Netflix soon. Yeah, Do you it know is. when exactly? Um, it's going to be soon, you know, because of everything that's going on there, they have to get it translated in a certain amount of countries and um, voiceover work is a little difficult right now. <laughs> so yeah, they're doing it as fast as they can. It'll probably be in the next few months for sure. Um, but it's been well received in Canada, which has been great. Uh, really fun show. And yes, it has been a really interesting time to launch a wedding show. Uh, you know, lots of brides are certainly going to need this redo uh, next year. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, doing, you know, press from home and, and, and having to launch a show hasn't been, has been very different, you know, but, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a feel good show and, and it's really uh, a really different kind of wedding show, which is what I wanted to focus on. You know, there's a lot of wedding shows that focus on the bridezilla moments and the crazy moments and the fighting between like the sisters and the moms and what, like whatever, uh, which is super entertaining, but I wanted to do something that had a little heart. And that really focused on the stories that focused on, you know, these really incredible stories of perseverance and love and, um, you know, kind of like what's going on right now. You know, a lot of yeah. these brides and grooms, what they're doing, they're really trying to persevere and try to, you know, canceling a wedding is really hard or having to redo a wedding is really hard. I've, I've seen it firsthand, but I can say that a redo can be sweeter than the actual do. So that's good news to many, many brides <laughs> listening right now. I was going to say, is season two going to be completely devoted to Corona brides? Probably. Who knows? I mean, there's certainly a lot of brides. I get probably about 20 brides a day who reach out to me who need some help. So there won't be, um, there will definitely be a lot of content. That's for sure with that's COVID. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us though about this season and what like what scenarios were people in where they needed a redo of their wedding? I mean, right now, I mean, we can think of a million examples. Right. But pre-pandemic, pre-corona bride, what type of scenarios would put somebody in a redo situation? Well, even like this week, uh, one of my favorite uh, episodes, Jolicia and Adrian, they were a couple who met in university. Uh, one was a football star. The other one was a huge communications uh, major. Uh, they got pregnant in university. They're so in love. They had a baby. Um, and then she found out she had cancer uh, and he couldn't pay for the surgery. They had no health insurance. And so he decided without her knowledge to enlist himself into the U.S. military in order for her to get health insurance and get the surgery that she needed. Um, but because that happened within a week, they had to get married within a week so she could get the surgery, she could get the insurance, and then he was deployed. So it was a really uh, fast wedding. You know, they were, they were a gorgeous couple, but he really foregoed like all of his dreams in order to take care of her. Oh. And she just never got the wedding that she deserved. They went to a courthouse. She got a dress off a sale rack for $19.99. You know, she like just, it was just yeah. definitely not a dream wedding scenario. So we got to take them to the Cayman Islands and 
we gave them like this gorgeous wedding and and uh yeah so this is stories like that another one that we dealt with was um a couple that uh mark and maya uh from new york uh they uh he was wrongfully in prison for 27 years oh my gosh engaged to his uh at the time girl uh girl he was a, a fiance uh, so he went to prison. She knew he didn't do it. Um, she got married to him in the prison. Uh, oh. Then uh, the Innocence Project got involved and he was exonerated 27 years later. She didn't miss one week, one week, 27 years. She brought the th her, their three boys. Oh my God. Visit him in, in, in prison. They, they, she never lost hope. So that was a pretty emotional one for sure. I <laughs> so, yeah, just mi mild stuff. My body is covered in chills right now. I'm like holding the tears back. It's like extreme home makeover wedding edition. <laughs> you know what? You're not the first person that said that. And I love that. It's so funny. I used to love that show, by the way. Oh my God. It's like, if you need a good release of emotion, that was like the go-to. But now, yeah. I mean, I feel like now I do redo is going to be that. Amazing. So listen, you know, the news is, it's obviously important to watch the news and, and to be as well-informed as we can be uh, these yeah. days. But I think that, you know, focusing on it too much can be uh, really hard and really, you know, I think we need a little bit of an escape. Um, yeah. You know, a little too hot to handle on Netflix never hurts anyone. <laughs> no, no, it does not. Well, this is the thing. So I know you also specialize in destination yeah. in addition to styling. And so what, you know, what are you saying to destination brides right now? We just covered this in our in one of our podcasts, but um, one of my very close friends, best friend, in fact, Schroeder, and I know you and her are very friendly. Yeah, and awesome. she, I can't stop thinking about her wedding in Italy. And I honestly, I, I truthfully don't know what she's going to do. I truthfully don't think she knows what she's going to do. Yeah, it's a tough one because, you know, we're getting so much information that's coming in week by week. Uh, you know, that's what's really hard is that it's like, it's really a choice at this point, right? You can either wait it out or uh, when it comes to destination weddings in the summer, I would probably say they're not going to happen. Um, sadly, you know, yeah. it's a tough, you know, it just, it depends on the country, but also just travel in general is a tough one. Um, so small gatherings in the summer, I think will be okay, but destination weddings, I think we're going to have to wait until the fall in my opinion. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough decision to make, but you know, it, you kind of have to make it sooner than later because your guests need to be able to, uh, figure, figure out, um, you know, how to get refunds. And then as well, you know, if you want to kind of do an alternative wedding or postpone it, it's probably best at this point to do so, but I'm still hoping it could change. But I think at this point, we're still looking at end of August, um, in terms of travel. End of August in terms of travel. So if somebody probably like destination weddings, yeah, yeah, I think so. I know. I I mean, it's it really is. It's day by day. It's 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 a really crazy time. It is. It's day by day. You know, like one week we think everything's going to be shut down, and the next week, you know, nail salons could be open. I don't know. I hope so because I keep staring at mine, and I I'm like, <laughs> no, I it's know. like I've never seen the actual real color of my toenails. I think, and I was like, I need to go. I feel like. <laughs> Isn't it terrifying? I feel like I haven't seen my actual skin color in at least three years. And I'm like, I'm translucent. It's terrifying. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's a really hard one. I think it's just about making a judgment call. I I, I think it, it you, know, you know, there is new information. It could be okay. But if you want to be safe, I'd say postpone at this point if you have a summer big, if you have a big summer big. wedding.
When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. And what are you saying to in terms of postponement? Are you are you saying to Brad, just postpone it out a year or postpone it six months? What's your recommendation? I think it's whenever they feel comfortable to do it. You know, I don't think, I, I think six months to a year is great. A lot of brides are postponing to 2021 uh, at this point. Um, but I do always say postpone. You know, there is a lot of people that are canceling weddings and just kind of doing a small backyard wedding, which I understand, you know, and uh, but I think if you can postpone, it's probably the best bet just because the wedding industry in itself is also really suffering at this point and um, they're having a really tough time. So if you don't postpone, there may be a lot of businesses in trouble. You know, Jessica, we talked a lot about this with so many people in the industry about how the wedding industry is suffering right now. Yeah. So what can brides do? Like you said, postponing is actually better for the industry than just straight yeah. up canceling. So I have to ask you though, like, because I know you're, you, you know every facet of this industry. So basically, is 2020 just going to be like a net zero or even a loss for a I lot of these weddings? No, I think, there's a, no, I think that a lot of weddings will happen in the fall. You know, I think it's also about a mindset. There's a lot of brides that can postpone, but you have to be open to like doing a Tuesday or a Wednesday or a Thursday wedding because a lot of venues right now have been booked for, for a Saturday or Sunday for so long. And, and, and so many people in the industry are already booked in the fall. So I think if brides can be okay with a Tuesday night wedding, I think you can definitely do it in the fall. I just think a lot of brides still have, you know, that mindset where they just need to do it on a weekend. Although I think everyone's going to want to celebrate like seven days a week once this is over. So I, know, I don't right? see it as being a problem. Yeah. I think that, you know, postponing, um, in the fall, it, it can happen. Uh, but I've seen in the trend has been 2021. So a lot of brides too are just, are opting to do whether it's like a zoom or a backyard or like yeah. city hall, if they can even go and do like a yeah. small, like get actually officially married and then save the actual- the Exactly. But, yeah. you know, they still have their dress and all that stuff. So you have been called uh, by Harper Bazaar, okay, Canada's fashion fairy godmother. Oh, wow. So, That's nice of them. Yeah. So with that being said, can you give us some um, tips on how to, like, get a special chic look for these, like, smaller, intimate ceremonies? Are you because- thinking of the brides? 
for the brides because I feel like, you know, they're probably going to want to save their big dress for the actual so mega some, party. Yeah, some do. Some do for sure. Uh, but some are really wanting to wear their dress. They do. Okay. They show it off. They want to show it to you. Um, so if they can get it, I, I know I've been working really hard, even though the store is closed, to get brides their dresses quicker. Um, if we have them in stock, obviously a lot of brides dresses are just haven't come in yet because of all the problems with manufacturing. But, um, but uh, if you can't get your dress or if you want to save it for a postponed wedding, uh, there are so many great options online. Like, you know, anthropology has some great things. Reformation oh, has some great things. Great. Um, like there's so many fun white, you know, I love Misha Nunu makes a great white jumpsuit. Uh, there's so many different, it's actually endless. And right now what's incredible is there's so many sales you can find so many deals um so like i would literally just type in you know white jumpsuit white dress always make it a little casual i always love a little like uh white tank with a white tutu skirt oh um, very very, very carrie bradshaw very carrie bradshaw very olivia palermo um, yes i think that's a great option too uh to make it special um, definitely like if you want to make it just casual and fun and you don't want your wedding dress, there's just like, there's a plethora of options out there, but a reformation is a really great one. Uh, for, I like it. It's the state sustainable and they've got great wedding dresses for sure. I actually just had a friend get something from, um, from what was the anthropology line that you said? Oh, just anthropology. Like they have a bridal line. Yeah. Yep. So, and it, and we used it on the show as well. It's really easy, oh. very flowy, very, um, ethereal looks. Yeah. There's, and there's so many, like if you just like go onto any online shopping, uh, site, like you'll find something that works. And then also for brides that maybe are saying, okay, I'm not going to postpone. I am going to get married on my wedding date. A lot of times getting ready for your wedding, you have like a year, a year and a half to beautify yourself, right. to get yourself in shape. And I don't know about you, but the second the quarantine hit, I was like, I'm going to eat my feelings. So, <laughs> which I'm um, sure yeah. a lot of brides have been, I actually saw on your Instagram that you're like, some nights I eat healthy and some nights I order in French fries for everybody. So what are your tips and tricks on how to stay like focused, fit, eating healthy, and like also like doing different beauty regimens get like, because before you go out, you get a facial. Now we have to do everything ourselves. Yeah. So what are your tips and tricks on how to I stay? Mean, I just learned how to gloss my hair yesterday, which was a really big deal for me. And I learned how to tint my own eyebrows. It was a scary, Ooh. scary thing, but I did it myself, which was really interesting. There's a lot of things that you can learn. The beauty of the like the beauty of being able to be at home is that you can be doing a lot of like self care rituals. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like I'm completely inconsistent with the way my days look. Some days I'm super motivated, and other yeah. days I'm like in bed and drinking a margarita at like 10 a.m. So like, I don't know, and or like you know I don't know what what is going on, but. Um, a great way for brides to do that, connect with your makeup artist, okay. connect with your hairstylist, uh, or connect with your, uh, you know, nail expert, and they all want to help you. You know, all of these people within the beauty industry, especially, want to help. Um, they want to help brides. Uh, a great way is like a lot of makeup artists have been doing Zoom calls to teach the brides how to do their makeup through like, or like through Instagram where they'll do a FaceTime call with you. Wow. So either you can pay a small fee to keep, you know, that small business alive, or they'll just, if you postpone your wedding and you keep your uh, wedding date with them, what they'll do is they'll show you how to do your makeup 
I love that. Time, which is kind of cute. I feel like there's a lot of salons that are sending little, you know, hair gloss um, kits and, and things that you can do and they can kind of walk you through maybe dyeing your own roots. I'm not, I'm not there yet, but. I, I would, I would pay a million dollars if somebody could teach me how to put like fake lashes on. I, I am with you. I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Have you seen those ones that are magnetic? Yes. They pop up on my Instagram like every day and I'm like, do I go there or do I not go there? Girl, let's do it together. I'm, I'm telling you every day I'm so tempted and I'm like, but here's my question. So they're like, it won't rub off, but I'm like, so how do I get it off? And now it's after. Like, yes, I'm but scared. I, but it's so fascinating to see it. Like I watch it all the time and I, I, I do buy the dumbest things online. Like, like, <laughs> I forget that I buy them. And then I see the reminder that it's coming in the mail. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> that one has been on my mind for a while. I may have even put it in a in a empty cart, and it's kind of sitting there and waiting for me to do it. If you do it with me, we can try it together. I swear to God, I'll do it. I've been so <laughs> tempted, and I feel like I just needed a partner in crime. So done, committed. I'm gonna order them today. Right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, like I said earlier, Zoom weddings seem to be coming more of a serious, realistic yeah. option. Brides are taking. So, what are your overall thoughts on like how to style? Like aside from the clothes, like it's like right. the actual like aesthetic of it. Aesthetic of it. Well, it depends where you're doing it. One thing that I suggested, and it was really interesting, I'm doing these uh, female empowerment calls with all these different businesses that have been affected every week. And uh, one company was a rental company. And, you know, she says she's got all this stuff that sits in, in, in a warehouse. And um, we had this really good idea about brides not wanting their home to necessarily look like their home for their wedding. If they wanted to kind of make it look a little bit special, yes. you know, if they wanted to create a really beautiful table so they can like rent furniture, move things around, oh. make kind of get like a table and, um, get someone to like actually decorate it for them if they're out of the house. Uh -huh. um, so that's an option. I think it's also really fun to like go onto, you know, Wayfair or something like that and, you know, get festoon lights, make your backyard look really pretty. Um, you know, florals are really difficult to get. So getting your own, making your own. I mean, there's tons of do it yourself um, videos out there of how to make your own bouquets. You can do it yourself. If I can do it, they can do it. <laughs> So if you can go to your local market and buy some beautiful flowers in your favorite color. But yeah, I think like making your house look a little bit or apartment look a little different. Maybe seeing if you can rent some options to make a beautiful table for two or however many people are in the wedding. Um, something uh, in terms of uh, the outdoor space, you could do the same thing. Yeah, so it's an interesting option just to make your house not look like, you know, your everyday home. Exactly. Also, I know that there's been a lot of brides who are super concerned. Like we keep getting like emails and Facebook debates about, you know, they're like, I'm sticking to my wedding plan. It's going to happen. Yes. However, they're very concerned about like um, the safety precautions of everyone being like actually by law having to wear masks. So yes. do you have any insight on how to make like these unavoidable Corona safety precautions stylish or like a part of the aesthetic? Well, that depends. Like what are they saying? They're saying they want to make it happen and, but they want everyone to come and have a mask. I don't know if that like, well, they're saying like, they're worried that there's going to still be like laws in right. order. Okay. So, yes, of course. Um, to be really honest. Yeah, please. <laughs> the pictures of people and all your guests in masks, Maybe a picture you will regret down the okay. road. Okay, okay. 
I mean, it could be either a memorable one or it could be like one that you regret. I think that if it's not going to be your, you know, ideal day and it's not going to be the one, the one that you envisioned, either do it small and where it's, you know, easier to do and easier to manage, um, make it tiny or wait and do it right. That's yep. my advice. I don't know. I mean, listen, you can do it with masks on. It could be a funny picture, but right. I just know like when I know how important those pictures are down the road, they are like, that's your moment forever. Like those are the pictures you have forever. And so you have to just ask yourself, is that the moment that I want? So let's say a bride saying, you know what? That's not my moment. And I'm going to postpone <laughs> a year, right? Yes. How, do you, how do you suggest people deal with outside opinions from friends and family right now? Because there's always a There's always, yeah. Well, it's actually kind of funny. I I compare it to when you go dress shopping. Um, You know, you always have to bring your closest, your nearest and dearest. When you start to bring too many people, it's like the saying, when there's too many uh, cooks in the kitchen, there's so many knives. So, like, you just have to keep it tight uh, in terms of what you say to people and what you share with people. But I personally think that... um, people are very understanding right now. So if you've got to downsize your wedding because of costs, if you have to downsize it because of timing, if you have to change plans, if you've got to do something over Zoom, I think people are very, um, feel very emotional and feel very sad for a lot of couples that have to go through this right yeah. now. So I think it's, I think most people, not all people, because there's always those people, but most people are very understanding uh, when it comes to whatever decisions you make when it, you know, about your wedding. I think, I think all those rules of being insulted for not being invited and all of those things, I think they kind of may go out the window just for a little bit. Good. That's I think so. That, that, that would be the way I, that's how I see most people reacting. They're just trying their best to make brides and grooms feel good and feel, you know, um, to not feel stressed and to help them feel, you know, like love is not canceled. Like things right. are not going to be canceled. Like the party will go on. Um, yeah, that's what I've been seeing mostly. What is your advice for brides who are postponing their wedding? Maybe not an entire year, but like maybe three months or six months, yeah. which now means they've gone from like fall to winter or winter yeah. to spring. What do they do with like decor? We even had listeners um, or Facebook group members say like, should I make my bridesmaids buy new like color dresses? No. <gasps> right. I, I personally don't think that there's a really big difference. Listen, if you had a summer wedding and they're in like these tiny skimpy dresses, I you know, buy them a little jacket, you know, right. whatever. I don't, I think that this isn't the time to ask people to do more, to buy more. That's for right. sure. Um, I think that, you know, mostly wedding dresses work uh, 12 months of the year, unless it's like a turtleneck dress in the summer that probably would, wouldn't work. But mostly things and decor can kind of feed into the seasons. I, I mean, listen, it may not be perfect, but at least you get your day. That's all it is. Exactly. Last week, we asked you to share some quarantine engagement stories as part of our partnership with Stella Artois. As you know, Stella Artois is famous for inviting people to save her time together. While everyone can't be physically together right now, Stella Artois is helping bring us together by celebrating one lucky couple who gets engaged during social distancing between March 13th and May 25th. 
Here's one from Cara, one of our listeners who recently got engaged to her fiance, Eric, in Dallas, Texas. The morning of our engagement was anything but romantic. We woke up in my best friend's pull-out couch. Shout out to Sarah Winterstein, hung over from the St. Patty's celebrations the day before, eating cold pizza at 9 a.m. and watching Frozen 2. When Eric looked at me and said, I think we should go on a walk on the Kitty Trail before your birthday brunch, I thought he was absolutely insane. It was drizzling and in the 50s outside. Sarah and my other friend who was there, Delaney, were apparently too hungover to join on this walking adventure. So somehow he convinced me to get dressed and go on a walk with him. Only if he treated me to Starbucks on the way. Duh. Once we left the apartment, I began to incessantly nag about how cold and uncomfortable I was to be going on a walk in a sundress and sandals while it's misting outside. Hashtag oops. It's hard to explain the feeling that began to overwhelm me the moment we stepped onto the foot trail. It was like some sort of divine intervention to shut my mouth and just enjoy this walk with my boyfriend. As we were walking, we happened to pass by a couple wearing a hat with the logo of the company we met at almost five years prior. Eric immediately freaked out by the coincidence, and that's when I knew something was up. Either he was about to propose or tell me something really important. He soon led me down a path to a park that was adjacent to the trail so we could enjoy the scenery. As I continued to sip at my Starbucks and walk along a beautiful creek, Eric all of a sudden needed to tie his shoe. Not thinking much of it, I continued to walk a few steps forward as he's fake coughing behind me to get me to turn around, and I'm pretty sure I blacked out at this point. Soon after he popped out the ring and I accepted, my family came running down the sidewalk screaming and hollering in excitement. Remember those two friends that were too hungover to join? Yeah, they were hiding behind a tree the whole time filming the entire thing. Clever guys. Once the initial wave of emotions and tears began to subside, I realized I had actually already planned my own engagement, aka birthday brunch, again. Clever. Eric may have waited until the last day before Dallas went on full quarantine mode, March 15th, due to the coronavirus pandemic, but it was the best birthday gift I could have ever asked for. If you have a quarantine engagement story like Cara and Eric's, Stella Artois wants to pay for your wedding. To participate, couples who get engaged between the eligible dates can share their love story. Just tag at Stella Artois and Lauren Speed Hamilton on Twitter using hashtag wedding contest and attach a photo of the engagement. At the end of the contest, Cameron Hamilton and Lauren Speed Hamilton will select the winning couple. For full details, head to StellaArtois.com slash wedding contest. You must be 21 years or older to enter. Good luck. Okay, so we have some direct questions from listeners specifically for you. So what do I do if I'm recently engaged? Do I even start planning now? Yeah, why not? Uh, you know, there's all these fun things that you can do uh, in quarantine, you know, people, you know, to keep that like love alive. I mean, if you're not killing your fiance, <laughs> uh, there's so many fun things that you can do. Like you can start, listen, everyone's doing TikTok dances like all day long. Like why not figure out a really fun dance with your husband to be like teach yourself a cool dance for your wedding um, or do that with your bridesmaids. You know, maybe that's a fun thing to do. That's like there's fun. so many great moments like the, from the office to like bridesmaids, like, all of those mo- from movies, like do a dance like that. Like do something super entertaining for your guests for once your wedding happens. Uh, you can work on D. Uh, DIY projects you know you can do all of your bridal gifting like now that's a great um, idea well I mean because it's like I feel like it's so people are like I need a new hobby it's like just <laughs> DIY stuff save yeah. money get it done now especially if you're you know not working like at all or as much as you were before now's the time to get crafty exactly so do that you know a great time to start <laughs> maybe not a great time could be a great time to start writing your vows maybe putting a lot <laughs> of thought into it Maybe could be a good time for some, bad time for others. If you're getting um, along, yeah. <laughs> um, I think another great thing is someone who's talking to me about this, like putting your playlist together. Oh, I mean, yeah. How much time do you have on your, like, you know, 
make it a nighttime activity where you guys can figure out what your playlist is for your wedding. I think there's a lot of things that you can do to stay motivated and excited. And I love that. I, I never think it's, it's too early to start planning. Um, how do you uninvite people if you need to get your numbers down? <laughs> you just do it. You just do yeah, it. There's a way of doing it properly. Like we were just saying, you just say, listen, you know, I've got to keep my cost down because of everything that's going on. And I'm really sorry, but it's going to be more of an intimate ceremony than I thought it was going to be done. Right. Maybe also like try to figure out your most hypochondriacal friends and be like, they don't want to come anyway. <laughs> so... You know what? I think there's going to be a lot of people that won't care whether they come to your wedding or not. I, I at this point, I, I'm sorry. Like, they, obviously, your good friends will want to, but there's yes. a lot of people that you could probably take off the list that will feel fine about it. Yeah, Everyone is understanding. At this people point. might even be relieved. I mean, I can barely go to the grocery store without having a panic attack. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the idea of going to wedding it gives me That's heart palpitations. Okay. Find, find your most anxious friends. Take those of them out. They'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when would you postpone an October 2020 wedding or would you not even? I, well, we were talking about this. It depends on the kind of wedding it is, right? Is it a destination wedding? I think it still should be fine. I think it should be fine. Um, you know, I think the large, large gathering weddings, we were talking about this, like up until August will be very difficult. But I think fall should be okay. Listen, I'm not an expert. I can't, I'm, I'm not, things are changing every week. Bridal rules are changing every week. Apparently now you can get married over FaceTime. Like that was something that never was allowed before. So right. um, there's so many rules that are changing, but I think that for now, if you're in October, uh, you should be okay and to hold on. Okay. And yeah. last question, is it silly to completely throw away your huge vision dream wedding for a backyard wedding or like a FaceTime wedding? I don't think it's silly. I think it depends on what your financial situation is. You know, I think it really depends on that. If you can still have your dream wedding in a year and it's feasible, I think you should wait it out. Uh, if you don't think that it's something that you can afford or you're, you'll be able to afford, or if that day is just so important for you to get married on, um, no, I don't listen, love is love. And, and, and I think we should all just like every bride and groom, regardless of their situation should be just happy about the fact that they have their person. And so at the end of the day, a wedding is a party, you know, it's not about the wedding cake and the food and the, and the dance and whatever it is. It, it's really about a celebration of your love. So it's whatever it means to you that should matter. And I feel like there has been, you know, for like the last, you can probably say more like specifically, but like 10, 15, 20 years, weddings are like, have become this crazy entity where it's like the bigger and the better. And like what, in the 70s, 60s, they were like smaller affairs and a little bit more intimate. So maybe in a, you know, trying to find a silver lining, it's like for people that want that big, badass, awesome wedding, like, of course, that will still exist eventually once we get out of this, you know, quarantine yeah. pandemic mentality. But for people that maybe are a little bit more, I don't know, like, just not as extra, maybe it, it'll be more acceptable, socially yeah. acceptable to like, kind of just like trim off the fat a little bit. And I think I will also make a lot of brides a little less stressed about the small details, you know, like that's the one thing I always tell my brides is like, just don't sweat the small stuff. It is, it, it's just a party. And I hope that that kind of ends up being a really, it ends up being something that brides will a lot of brides just don't enjoy the process of planning. It becomes too stressful. They become a little too involved. I think that may change. And I, well, I hope it does because hopefully regardless of the kind of party you have, you just 
enjoy it. I feel like it takes the pressure off a lot of brides that maybe were like, maybe spending more than they could or like it's setting their expectations way too high because yeah. like the bar is set so incredibly high or has been yeah. for weddings. So now it's almost like a level out where it's like having a backyard wedding with 10 of your favorite people, that is actually socially acceptable now. Whereas before it would have been like, oh my yeah. God, did you hear about it? <laughs> <laughs> wedding? Oh. <laughs> actually, yeah, I do think that the simplicity of the way people are doing weddings and showing these weddings are going to encourage a lot of brides to be a little bit less extra. Um, or at least give them that option to be less extra if they just can't afford it, you know? There's always going to be that bride. Yeah. There's always going to be that bride. And bless that her. That never change. There's I always- want to go to her wedding. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that it's nice to see these casual-type settings. Um, it brings a lot of, you know, emotion and focuses kind of on exactly what the focus should be is just the vows between you two. It's not about, you know, like getting shot out of a cannon or something. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not about the fireworks and the, you know, whatever it is that you do, like the crazy weddings that I've seen. But yeah, I I actually agree with you. It's a great point. Okay, so are you ready for our Facebook debate of the week? Oh, what's that? I don't even okay. know what it is. So, well, we have a Betches Brides Facebook group because, you know, we need community now more than ever. Okay. So girls go on there and they talk about, like, trends. Well, before the pandemic, it was like, is this trend tacky or is it tasteful? Okay. Um, but now the conversation has turned very, like, misery loves company, right? Okay. Like, I had to postpone. What are you doing? So it's become, like, quite the support group, if you will. Okay for brides and brides-to-be. So anyway, um, a lot of times people post questions in there and then everybody kind of goes back and forth. So we like to pick one and do it on the podcast with our guest. So this is from Erica. She said, "Um, I'm hesitant to post this because I don't want to add to anyone's stress during this time, but I need to vent and I guess see if anyone else is going through this. Are are any other brides with your fiance for a long time and feeling very woe is me about everything right now? So her guy and her were together for seven years before getting engaged. Um, and if we have to p- postpone, it'll be nine years by the time we get married. She said that her future husband isn't really phased by this. Obviously, he wants our wedding to go off as planned this year, but he's okay with waiting another year since he's obviously says that there's nothing we can do. He doesn't want to do a small ceremony elope this year because he thinks it will take away from our big day. And I said, if we do that, why not just save the money and cancel the big party altogether? I'm yeah. just so tired of waiting. He keeps reminding me that we have a house that we just bought in January. We have two dogs. I have my dream engagement ring. We're planning to have kids right away anyway. She said, I'll be 32 in 2021. Okay. And my whole family planning things gives me a whole lot more set of anxiety. She said, I feel like he doesn't get why I'm so upset. I've been randomly crying all the time, mostly over the unknown of everything. I'm feeling everything from how dare I be upset over a wedding when people have real issues to I'm being robbed of a time I've waited so long for. So- can she, you know, basically be... There's a, lot of, there's a lot of issues going on in this. A pity party right now. Friends. Okay. Okay. One of the things that I have to say is that, you know, when I speak to so many women in business and brides and all that stuff, there's like n- no guilt in, in, in... You shouldn't feel guilty for feeling guilty or feel, for feeling sad or if you're feeling you've got to push a product or feeling that your, you know, fiance isn't doing what you want or for feeling guilty that you're not getting your dream day. Like... All of that stuff is normal. They're normal feelings. Like none of this is, this situation is normal. So feeling guilty is okay. Like that is just needs to be said. 
when it comes to her fiance, this is the next thing, who wants to wait, I, I, I think that it's really lovely that he wants to wait for her to have that big day. He probably knows her since they've been together for so long better than anyone. And he probably knows that she would be disappointed by having a quick backyard wedding. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, listen, he's committed. The guy's yeah. in. He's oh, got yeah. a house. They've got the dogs. They're planning. They're planning three kids. They have three kids. I didn't get that part. Planning. Planning. Okay. So, you know, like all of that stuff, he, the guy is in. You're like, he's locked. You're okay. Like, right. he's not going anywhere. Uh, 32 is still really young, in my opinion. Like, so young. It's so a young. very normal thing. I mean, if you're not religious in any way, I don't see a reason why you can't do the baby first. I mean, I agree. who cares? Like there's, you know, there's so many ways of doing it. If that's something that you're worried about in terms of, you know, where you are in your life, uh, I don't know. That's just another opinion. Um, but I think really the most important part is to just not feel guilty for feeling guilty. It's really yeah. just, this is not a normal time. And I think a lot of people tell brides that, this isn't the biggest deal. A wedding isn't the biggest deal. I've been told that. Like, who cares about the wedding industry or the weddings right now when there's people dying everywhere? Well, listen, everybody has their issues. Everybody's got, you know, things that they're going through and emotions that they're going through. So, um, but I would tell her to wait it out. Yeah, I agree. Listen right? to your hu husband-to-be. I think he probably knows you better than you think. I was going to say, he probably knows you better than you know yourself at this point. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and before I let you go, Jessica, how are you guys staying sane, happy as a family during quarantine? Any tips? Any tips? Well, I guess the one thing I say, you like, you know, you control what you can control, and there's so much you can, can't control. Um, uh, to try to stay as positive as positive as you can. Uh, I certainly am someone who enjoys, you know, working with people and being out. And this new normal is hard on me, and I don't always. I'm probably not always the best mom and that's okay. And I'm probably not always the best wife and that's okay. I'm probably not the best version of a friend and that's okay. I think that saying sane is just making sure you're okay and taking care of yourself and making sure obviously my kids are okay too, but you always have to make, you know, take, take time for yourself, take time to um, meditate or take a few minutes to think about what you appreciate, um, uh, what, why you feel lucky uh, because there's so many, reasons to feel lucky for a lot of us right now. So I think that's the way I try to, I shift my energy once I start having anxiety attacks to thinking why, why I'm lucky in no, life. No, that's good advice. I've been trying to do the exact same thing because I can just think about all the bad, but it's like, no, 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 this thing's good, this thing's good. So yeah. I try to be grateful. I'm so like you though. I have a panic attack just going to a grocery store. So oh. I, I order in all my alcohol and I order in all my groceries because I... I know. Well, but even still, I used to love packages. <laughs> Fucking Christmas. And now I'm like, ah! It's like, it's like somebody sending me anthrax. I know. Like, I know. <laughs> like, in my house, not saying. got this random box, and I was like, <laughs> like, what is this? It scares me because I just don't know what. Uh, yes, I, I know you on so many levels, too. girl. Between the magnetic <laughs> lashes and our fear of what's in our boxes, we're soul sisters. I just want to see a picture of your face opening up a box every time you get a box. <laughs> <laughs> I think I pass out because <laughs> like, I'm like literally, I just faint. Oh my god, it's crazy, Jessica. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been thank so you. much fun with you. I've really had such a good time. I feel it's been like just the easiest conversation I've had in a long time.
Girl, thank you. Uh, you guys, make sure to follow Jessica on Instagram. It's at Jessica Maroney. Um, and also, you have an amazing um, foundation, the Shoe Box Project. Yeah, actually, yes. you guys, there's somebody that's on your team that helps, helps us with our social media. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she donates her time amazing. and helps us with our social media. She's amazing. Um, so, yeah, the, yeah, it's a great uh, foundation. We started it about nine years ago and we are across Canada and the US and we spread um, bro uh, boxes filled with luxuries. Right now we're doing essentials as opposed to luxuries to women's shelters across, uh, across both countries. So Wonderful. Really wonderful. And also you guys make sure to keep an eye out for I Do Redo on Netflix. I cannot wait to watch it. I'm so I'm excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. And you guys, that's it for us this week. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, follow us on social media at Betches Brides. Follow me while you're at it, at Taylor Strecker. You guys, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Bye, guys. Betches.